This is Miller's Edge on Tide Time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Everybody, welcome into the Miller's Edge Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. Hope you are doing well on this cold, frigid Tuesday. And I know by talking to folks down in town, it is absolutely cold, blistering cold, and maybe freezing rain, maybe some snow. So be careful out there. Be careful if you can't, if you don't have to go anywhere, as they say, stay inside. Uh, black ice and those roads get really slippery. And you know we down south do not understand uh, these types of weather conditions. So be careful out there and dress warm if you do have to go outside. Take your phone calls today, 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. We'd love to hear from you. A lot to get into on the program today because a lot, a lot, a lot of Alabama football. They have found their guy came through uh, the uh, old Tweet X machine last night uh, that they found a guy, Coach Womack, who's been around, of course, been around this program, not this program, but Indiana, been around the coach and Kalen DeBoer so much uh, the last few years, in years past, relationship built. Therefore, he has a D.C. job now that T-Rob has turned it down, so we'll get into some of that about uh, Coach Womack. And I, I was explaining to this morning Correct pronunciation. Womack, not Womack. A lot of people say Womack. It's Kane Womack is his name. And uh, we'll get into his background, what he's all about. Head football coach at South Alabama. And uh, now he is the new defense coordinator. Uh, so we'll get into some of that and tell you our thoughts on the hire, what we think, how does that look like for Alabama. So we got that to get into on the show today. Plus, more guys have jumped into the transfer portal. Several, or not we'll say several, but a couple of 2025 guys um, have jumped in there as well. And so we'll get into some of that on the program on the show today. So a lot to get into. Plus, because we don't know, and I like to do this when I don't know a whole lot. And a lot of people have been texting me, tweeting me, asking me about Coach Womack. Uh, I got the guy that knows him really, really well. And Pat Greenwood, who's a Color analysts on, on the way games, home games, play-by-play, with ESPN+. Plus. He covers South Alabama. He knows Coach Woman extremely well, been in the production meeting, spent time at practice. Nobody knows him better. He will join us uh, at the, uh, 1230 uh, to talk about uh, 
who Alabama has now as their new defensive coordinator. So we got all that to get into the program today, plus we are live as well. Hello, everybody on YouTube. So you can get over there if you're not uh, able to get to the radio or your app, Tide 100.9. We do ask you to download that. You can always see us on YouTube Extra as we are live doing the radio show every single day. Head down to Tuscaloosa where it's frigid and cold. Guys, happy Tuesday. I know it's cold. Hope you're dressed warm. Oh, yeah, I'm warm. I had uh, I had two jackets on earlier. Well, I had a sweatshirt and a jacket over the top, but... Um, yeah, man, it's it's just weird, right? Because I feel like all of December, uh, it, we, I mean, it was like warm. Like I was wearing like my tank tops from the gym like throughout the day. And then all of a sudden now we're finally getting that, that freezing cold uh, temperatures that you expect from winter. But definitely staying uh, warm, but definitely urge everybody to stay safe if you're driving. Uh, the roads look like they've cleared up. But, you know, with this temperature, I mean, if there's any sign of rain or anything like that then it definitely can get icy again so make sure you're being careful out there but yeah like you said some big news um coming from you know the coaching staff with you know the addition of kane womack or womack excuse me um so we definitely will dive into that you mentioned it womack 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 that's right but i'm I'm curious to learn more about him and same with you i mean i was at the store earlier and somebody was even asking me about uh coach DeBoer. like hey what are your thoughts i said honestly i mean i probably know as much as as you do respectfully i yeah i know from what I've learned from the press conferences and things like that. Cause I was like, well, don't you do research? I'm like, yeah, but I've learned just as much as you have just because you probably looked him up just like I did. So we're all kind of learning things. Right. So uh, with that being said, and sorry, we're getting the YouTube stream going now, but um, yeah, man, it's just one of those things where we're, we're all learning. This is a learning process It's part of it. Right. I mean, we're, we're in a time of, we're in a time of transition right now. And, you know, look, Everybody is, is kind of, I feel like there's just a lot of tension right now. I mean, the fan base, I mean, everybody's tense because we're losing players in the portal. You know, some recruits are leaving. We've got new coaches, right? Things are just so different right now. And it's just a lot different than what we're used to here in Alabama. So um, I, I think everybody just kind of needs to relax a little bit, right? I feel like there's just so much tension and so much anxiety is trying to figure out how things are going. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter what we think on a, of a hire. It doesn't matter what, you know, you guys, the fans think. It doesn't really matter what anybody thinks. It's a matter of how it plays out. And all you can do is just be patient and, you know, support as you can, the best that you can, and then, you know, see how things play out, right? I mean, you could – I've always gone by this. I mean, I don't care if you're assembling a team with a bunch of guys who are the best players in the world. It doesn't – it never guarantees you a championship. There's so many things that, that are involved. So with that being said, you know – um, I'm just like everybody else. I'm learning about, you know, the new additions. You know, I'd, this is just a tough time, though, when you start also seeing, you know, other folks, because you, you mentioned this about it's a big reaction, right? It's, it's, you know, so basically Coach Saban retires. Washington's head coach, Coach DeBoer, takes a job here. Washington then, Washington then is without a head coach. They hire Arizona's head coach. Arizona is now without a head coach. They're looking at, I think it was like San Jose's coach or whoever they're looking at. Right. So then they're looking for a coach. We just hired South Alabama's head coach as our defense coordinator. Now they need a coach. So it's been like a seismic reaction, you know, not just here, but throughout the country and in college football since Coach Saban's retired. So I think there's just so many moving pieces um, that a lot of people are so many questions right now. But like you said, we're going to do our best to try to answer some of those questions, getting uh, uh, the guest on. Is it, is it Pete Greenwood? Is that, is that his last name? I'm sorry, I might be getting that right. Um, I think you're on mute, but, um, 
It's Pat Greenwood. I'm sorry. Pat Greenwood. There it is. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see what he has to say because I'll be honest, I, I don't know a whole bunch about uh, Coach Womack. Um, I'm still learning about him. I'm still learning about the type of defense he runs. I know a lot of people will start, you know, quoting some of the stats of, of his defenses. Um, and that's good, but you also got to remember there's so many factors. But one thing we do know is that he was serving as defensive coordinator at Indiana when Coach DeBoer was the offensive coordinator. And guess who the strength co- the head strength coach was? David Balu, right? So we basically have Indiana staff from 2019, if we're, being, if we're being real, right? We've got the offensive coordinator, the defense coordinator, and the head strength coach. So we'll see. We'll see how, how things play out. I'm definitely... You know, hopeful. I'm definitely going to be supportive. Um, but I, I I completely understand where you come from when you, you, you're not – how do you put this respectfully? There's a lot of people that it's like, oh, we just hired this guy. Yeah, home run, home run, right? And I, I'm, I think we definitely should be optimistic and supportive without a doubt. But at the same time, there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to learn more about these folks. And then if, if, if just saying like, hey, we're going to have to see how it works. Because look, this is a big job, right? It didn't matter who took this job. They've got their work cut out for them. And it's going to be tough. And it's going to be even tougher now um, when you lose guys. And, look, we, we know that's part of the process. We already knew this, how this was going to go. It's not like this is a surprise that all these guys are entering the portal uh, with the latest addition, Trey Amos, who was, you know, prepared to be the starting quarterback cornerback um, this year, a guy that behind the scenes these guys were extremely high on, right? I mean – I was told that he was their best cover corner in terms of, you know, straight man-to-man coverage. They love this kid. And so it's unfortunate that he's entering the portal. But, again, that comes with it. When you get a new coach, these guys are entitled to it. They have that 30-day window. If they feel like there's a better opportunity elsewhere, if they feel like a situation is going to be better for them, even if they want to chase money as, as, as much as it hurts to say that, those are the rules now. It sucks. I'm not used to it at all. Right. It's totally different, even though I was here not even that long ago. But that's part of college football. And, you know, I, last thing fans need to do is go bash these kids because you don't know their story. You don't know their background. You don't know why they're doing what they're doing. If they want to do that, then let them do that. Just embrace the guys that actually want to be here. That's that's my advice to you guys. So anyway, there's a lot to dive into. And again, we obviously have two hours now. So we've got a lot of time to talk about this. We've got a lot of time to take calls, take some chats the app messages so again download that tide 100.9 app if you haven't already you can send us messages there we got the youtube stream going at the miller's edge you can send us messages there so we want to get everybody engaged on this but again things are still evolving things are still you know coming around in terms of this coaching staff this roster so we will continue to talk about things as they develop but again i want to give a big thanks to our uh presenting sponsors the good feet store if you're in any type of pain foot pain knee pain or back pain go check them out now you've got nothing to lose just try before you buy they're in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa, but you can always schedule an appointment at goodfeet.com. Again, that's Good Feet, improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. All right, let's get real with it, and let's talk about this whole thing. You know, Kane Womack is a new defensive coordinator, head coach at South Alabama, uh, and everybody, you know, as you said, alluded to that, you know, I'm not going to ever be quick to say somebody's a home run hire and all the stuff that, you know, again, I, I'm just going to keep it real with you. I don't know why a lot of the media are quick to say all these things, and, and that's why I say fan media. There's two different media. There's real media, and then there's fan media. There's fan media that's going to support, and they're going to spend everything positive, and that's their deal. I ain't mad at that. But but my point is, the reality is we don't know. You know, people are asking me here on, on the uh, YouTube. People are tweeting, Xing me, all that good stuff. I don't know. I don't know enough about the guy for me to sit here and tell you that he will not be successful. I don't know enough to know 
about him to say he's going to be great. Now, you can tell me he was at Indiana and I looked at stats and then, you know, you listen to our show, you know I'm not a big, you don't you can't sell me with that. Stats tell part of the story, never tell the entire story. You know, you can tell me he's ranked 12th. You can tell me he, you know, with Oklahoma State, now they shut them out. Well, I think in the following week, Central Michigan did the same thing. So is that an indictment on on, on, on Oklahoma State or is that that's, that's based on who South Alabama was, right? So you just... We just got to be real. We don't know because I could give you certain things to support my argument, but I don't know what he, he is and what he can do. I do know that he's probably uh, the coordinator because he has a relationship with Coach Kalen DeBoer because they coach together at Indiana. That we do know. That has a lot to do with it. He got somebody that he's comfortable with. He's got somebody that's been here in the state of Alabama, right? You, you see all of that good stuff, right? So, um, my whole thing is this with the hire. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's Alabama. I've I stay on. It's Alabama. It's the brand. And, um, you know, what we've seen, Alabama not being able to go get the names, right? The sexy name, the big name, the guy that everybody in the country is familiar with. We're seeing Alabama getting guys that people having to read and, and Wikipedia and YouTube to try to figure out what this person is and what they do. That's just where they are. You know, I was speaking to somebody about this earlier this morning, and he said this, you know, what Coach Saban did was phenomenal. I mean, nobody's going to be able to duplicate that. Nobody's going to be able to, to see that again. So you're taking a step down. Now, they're going to have to prove that they are a step up, right? But right now, they are a step down um, based on what Coach Saban and the foundation he has laid. So, you know, Coach Womack, a 425 guy, you know, we're looking at that defense. I'll talk about it more after the break. We got to hit it to a break. What that means, but nobody can tell you it's a home run hire. Please, if you want to sit there and believe that, then, then you're that, that person that says, I'm just going to believe everything positive and that's what I'm hoping for, that's fine. But reality says we don't know. Reality says he really hadn't done that at a very high clip yet. Right? And Big Ten offenses, okay, let's be real about it, it's not that good. Ohio State, Penn State, and not even Michigan. Michigan's not no juggernaut offense. So other than that, who, who do they have to defend? So these stats can get blown up. Nothing personal against Coach Womack. But from a standpoint of covering the game, you're just being you realistic. Don't, you don't know. You don't know who he is and what he's going to be. I'm, it ain't personal. Don't tell me he's a good guy. He's. I hate when people say all this stuff even about Kalen DeBoer. It's not, this is nothing personal. There's a lot of great good dudes in coaching. Don't mean that they're going to be successful coaching football. So we, I'm just trying to give it to you from that standpoint. Don't know. But we can look at what he's done. We can look at the 425. We can kind of give you our thoughts on what that looks like for Alabama, who they got to fill those positions, and what it could be. We can project, but we don't know for fact. Quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll talk more about Coach Kalen uh, DeBoer. We'll talk more about Kane. I get all these names right now. I want to say same, but I want to say everything. Kane Womack, we'll talk more about him and his defense, new coordinator. We got a lot to get into in the program today, so stay tuned. 205-342-9904. Plus, we'll take phone calls. Again, don't forget, leave message on Tide 100.9, a free app. Noah Haynes is the best reader in the world. That's why I'm going to say it every day. He gets an A++. 
quick timeout. We'll come right back. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny but cold and windy this afternoon. The high 26, the wind chill index in the single digits. Tonight, a hard freeze, clear with a low near 11. The wind chill index dropping to near zero at times. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 37. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 21 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Twenty-two on the Dow here in Columbia, South Carolina. That will be 1222 your time, T-Town. We'll get you right. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, our good friend Pat Greenwood, he's a part of the South Alabama's broadcast team, uh, knows Coach Womack extremely well, so we'll learn a lot about him. So we got that for you because just like you, we don't know a lot, uh, but he will join us here at about 1232 or so. Uh, to give us some uh, information on the man that uh, has led South Alabama's football team uh, the last few years, was the coordinator at Indiana, where he met Kalen DeBoer. Um, both were coordinators there, so there was a relationship. And as we talked about even with the T-Rob situation, uh, the reason why I told you from day one he was not going to leave Georgia was because of the relationship with uh, one Will Muschamp that he was the coordinator for, uh, you know, and been with them at, at uh, Florida, been with them at Auburn, been with them at South Carolina. So now he makes the choice to uh, stay down with uh, the boys uh, in Athens. So we'll get to uh, um, more of that. But let's talk a little bit more, Christian, before we get to KJ and some others that's on uh, the phone. Uh, you know, Coach Womack runs a 4-2-5. And if you uh, know football, when we say 4-2-5, we're talking about four down defensive linemen. Now, that being said, those two ends which is what, really what they are in the 4-2-5, could be stand-up guys like we've seen at Alabama. We've seen guys, you know, like Dallas Turner. We've seen guys like Chris Braswell at times, depending on nickel or regular, whatever they're doing, they play the, the end position, or at least one of them. Uh, and then you play with two inside linebackers, right? Those are your guys. Those are your, you know, Dante Lawson's. Those are your Campbells of the world that would play inside. Uh, and then, of course, you have five secondary guys. So basically it's what we call nickel. Back in the world of football, that would be straight nickel defense all day long. Where the in, in our old four three or even three four, where one of the backers come out, you replace him with the faster, smaller guy, secondary guy. Uh, some people call them Spurs. Some people call them all kind of different names. But as a defensive back, more of a safety type that can play a little bit of the run and yet play pass. So that's basically what he runs. He runs a nickel defense. Now the thing about that. Four two five, and and it's great when you're playing against eleven personnel, which is three wide receivers, right? One tight end, one back. Uh, it, it it lines up against the run sometimes, but not all the time. So uh, a lot of times you're a little bit more susceptible uh, when you run that defense in the run game. It's better for more of a pass defense, if that makes sense. To be fair, um, so Alabama runs well in the past several years. We our base was a three four defense. Three down linemen, four linebackers, which I was the same linebacker in that scheme. However, to be fair, we haven't run regular or our base personnel, but maybe I think probably I think statistically I remember they said it was maybe less than ten percent of the snaps over the past several yeah. years. So that being said, Alabama pretty much operated out of a four two five or nickel defense probably about ninety percent of the time over the last few years. So it's not a huge 
change. However, the change is the base will be a four two five. I don't think there will be such a three four base anymore. It won't be a three four. He's he's which, a base nickel. Right. So what I'm fine. saying is doesn't make a huge difference because we played nickel ninety percent of the time anyway. But go ahead. I get that, but the point is I'm explaining to the I'm explaining to the fans that that there's no huge difference. So, but anyway, but what you can do out of that defense is run a lot of, of pressures, right? And I think when we've seen, and I'm gonna go look at more film, and I'll be able to tell you more about this defense when I see it myself with my eyes and what he does. I would probably assume that they run a lot of pressures out of that defense. So you're going to see guys moving, things that you heard me talk about that Alabama didn't do. Even though Alabama ran a 4-2-5, they were more the generic version of the 4-2-5. They were more still of a base out of their front because they didn't bring pressures a lot. They didn't do a lot of stunning. Uh, they weren't heavy, uh, you know, bringing, playing across the line of scrimmage, right? They still believed in defeating your guy. That's Nick Saban's principle. You know, hands, hat, and hands. You know, shugging and shedding, getting rid of. They were more about that. Whereas I think this guy's going to be more about imposing his will on the offense, if you will, with a four-two-five. I think you're going to see a lot more pressures uh, out of this defense, which I like. That that part alone, if that's what he is, and I will will know more from Pat Greenwood, who's going to join us here in about six seven minutes. Is that if that's what he does defensively, I like it because you heard me say many a times, Christian, that. I wanted Alabama to be more aggressive. I wanted them to change. I wanted Nick change his style a little bit to where he, this defense of Alabama, imposed their will on the offense. I felt like they sat back too much. And the fact that they did not have the recruiting that we had Tom calling a couple of days ago, or it might have been yesterday, and he talked about the defensive line. They haven't had that caliber of athlete in a long time. They didn't have them dudes that play with you that could just disrupt shop, right, up front without having to put pressure on the quarterback. So that's all I'm saying. Now you just got dudes. If you just got average Joe Blows, well, you better be able to move them around. So if you're going to get an athlete, if you're going to get an in, like uh, his name, Overton, they just signed for Texas A&M. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Um, guys like that, body guys that can move, that's got good feet. Right, you want guys attacking, man. You want them guys coming downhill. You want them guys imposing their will. Where Alabama, in my opinion, with the defense, was a little bit soft, and that's why I thought when we see Robert Asher, by the way, who just uh, word is he's transferring to South Carolina here to where I'm at in Columbia, South Carolina, to the Gamecocks. Um, this dude was he crushed Alabama two years ago in, in Tuscaloosa, running the football. We see, uh, you know, LSU with Jane Daniels uh, because. They got out of lanes and things like that. So I think what uh, Womack is going to do is going to be more aggressive. And I think that bowl well when you have five-star caliber athletes that can run. And I think now what makes great coaching when you're able to utilize that and, and, and use those guys based on their ability. Yeah, and I'm watching some of these uh, clips again. I mean, I'm just diving into this. I, I don't know enough about him to really feel comfortable, um, you know, I guess assessing his his defense just yet, other than you know we know the the four two five and stuff. But looking at it, it's very similar to kind of how we ran our nickel. It looks like they have a stand up end, which would be uh, relatable to our jack, and then you know three more true down linemen um, in this scheme. From what I see, at least from the first tape that I'm watching, which is uh, Oklahoma State, so it, it looks similar. Um, so again, that's why I was just making that point. You're 
right in the way you're explaining it, but I just was, for fans listening that might not understand, we, we pretty much play nickel all the time now at this point. And people really get creative with it where, like you said earlier, I mean, even in a four-two-five, you could have two, you know, athletic ends in that scheme, right? And and have those guys stand up, move them around, drop them. So things can, you know, be very flexible for what I'm saying. I have heard they, they like to uh, call this a, a swarm, his swarm D. Uh, so I guess that means, you know, guys are flying to the ball. They're being relentless. I, I like that. Again, I'm going to have to watch more on it than give more of an assessment. But look, man. The, the bottom line is that they're, they're doing what they can. You know, I'm not going to be one of these guys going to say, oh, home run hired to check because I'm still learning myself. But looking at some of the things that he's done, I, I, I like some of the pieces on his resume. You know, in his final season at Indiana uh, in 2020, he was a finalist for the Broyles Award, which goes to the top assistant coach in the country. Um, so I think there's a lot to be positive about. Plus, you add into the fact that he's coming from Mobile, got some SEC ties. I think he was a grad assistant at Ole Miss under Hugh Freeze. Uh, so he knows SEC. He's got ties to the Southeast. That's going to be helpful in recruiting. So um, I think it is a very solid hire. I think it, it helps that he's got continuity with the head coach already. So we'll see how it works out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about him. But that that is a good start, though, to go ahead and fill that position. Because, again, guys have a 30-day window. I think today would probably be – it's probably – today's Tuesday. So it's been six days since Coach Saban retired. Maybe that window is at around, what, 20, 24 days now. Uh, so – you need to start hiring folks, and they made that hire, so hopefully we can see what, what happens from here. But we got to take a quick time out because we got to get uh, Pat on here. All right, we got to hit a break. Again, if you're on hold, 205-342-9904, sit right there. We're definitely going to get to some phone calls. But when we come back, we'll talk with a man, Pat Greenwood, who covers South Alabama play-by-play and as a color analyst on ESPN+. Plus. We'll talk with him about the new defense coordinator of the Crimson Tide, Mr. Womack. That's coming up on the flip side of this break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. to the Miller's Edge here on a Tuesday. Hope you're doing well, Corey Miller. The pastor paying Christian Miller, Noah Haynes, producing the show on today. Alabama has found their guy, Coach Womack of South Alabama, is the new defense coordinator for Kalen DeBoer, a guy that's been around the Southeast, knows, I'm sure, the SEC well, knows the South period when it comes to recruiting but bringing a different philosophy, a different brand of football to the Crimson Tide. Because all the years, the last 17, we've known Nick Saban and Nick Saban's defense. But now things are definitely going to change. We welcome to the show Pat Greenwood, who is a color analyst, some. He is a play-by-play, some, depending on where the game is. ESPN Plus as well. We don't know everything about uh, this this uh, new coordinator, but Pat Greenwood, I guess now who joins us, does. Pat, thank you so much, sir, for giving us some of your time today. Absolutely, thanks for having me. And number one, thanks for pronouncing it Womack. We, you know, we coach uh, has been down here for uh, a couple of different <laughs> stints, and we still hear Womack and whatever it may be. It is Womack. So you got it right on the head. 
Yeah, man, we we got to do our work. We got to do the homework, man, to get it right. So we don't want to make you mad right off the bat. So, man, I'm just going to be honest. We don't really, you know, know a lot just based on, you know, we can all go to Wikipedia and we can go to YouTube and Google. We can find out things about coaches and, and read stats. I'm not always a big stats guy. My son would tell you that. But you have covered this guy. You've been in production meetings. You've been on the road. You've, you've watched games. You know what he calls, what he likes. Give the Alabama fans – uh, really, who who are we getting, in Coach Wilder? Well, and, and I I think uh, you really hit it because you can look up the stats. You can see what what we did against Oklahoma State. You can see how the defense has improved since he's been here. Um, but I'm going to talk about Kane, the guy, because Kane, the guy, is outstanding. Um, he's a guy that really embraced our community here in Mobile. Uh, he was part of Joey Jones' staff when we started football. Um, uh, he was actually the the uh, part of Joey's last staff here, uh, went to go to Indiana and then came back here as a head coach, embraced the city, embraced the culture, and has changed the culture of South Alabama football. Um, his best recruiting job, find a picture of he and his wife. Melissa is um, not only a beautiful woman, but a one of the nicest people you're ever going to want to meet. Um, and his family's fantastic. Uh, obviously, you know, Dave's been around the program a lot. Um, so you're getting a quality individual, uh, obviously that knows football, obviously that can get the job done uh, on any level. But you know, you don't always hear that about their individual personalities, and, and that's one of the things I wanted to stress about Kane is he's just he's a good guy, and you're getting a good guy. Well, that's what we like to hear because obviously, you know, Alabama, we like to pride ourselves and having a, a program of integrity and those types of things. So it sounds like he'll fit in from that standpoint. But defensively, what what have you noticed from his defenses, and, and what kind of what can you kind of give us, uh, Pat, about his defenses that you know he that type of philosophy that he might bring here to Alabama? Yeah, you're going to hear the term swarm defense over and over and over and over again. Um, but it's it's a swarm to the ball mentality. Uh, you'll see some. Uh, exotic blitzes. You'll see a couple stunts up front, but you'll see blitzes coming from different uh, areas at different times. I think he's good at scouting what the offense is going to do and then knows how and where to apply the pressure. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's the big thing. You know, he, he is obviously okay with guys tackling in space, but he wants three and four guys there at a time. Um, and so you're going to see that swarm defense mentality uh, up and down the, the roster. He wants quick guys. He wants um, uh, individuals that can get to the ball quickly, that can shed the blocks. Um, and so, yeah, you're, you're going to come up with a, uh, with a very stout defense for sure. Pat, when you you know we we look at the four two five and Christian and I were just explaining to the folks here you know because mm-hmm. we, we you know we, we know regular you know it was always but when I played I'm old school right you know leather helmet right you know regular personnel you got the three four you got the four three you got the big defensive lineman now get the game has changed let's let's be honest we know the game now is a space game the game now is basketball on yeah. court, right it spreads you out correct use the entire field so you got to have speed this four two five is basically a nickel defense five secondary guys. But how do you use that? Is he a guy that, I heard you said shedding blocks and things like that, swarm, but is he more of a, would you uh, measure him as a more of a pressure guy, you know, bringing pressure, imposing his will, or is he more of a Nick Saban type still to read and react? Yeah, it's much more read and react. He depends a lot on the front four uh, getting pressure, and so your defensive linemen are going to be key in that process. He wants the defensive linemen to be able to get pressure 
to be able to allow the the seven back behind him to read and react. So definitely a, uh, a, a again a speed guy. He, he wants you know once you're assigned, you you've got an assignment every play. You, it's the same thing that you guys have with Nick Saban. Uh, you have an assignment every play. Do your job every play. Um, you know he's very big on eye discipline, um, and you know that's one of the things that's, that's very tough to teach. The, the young kids, especially these days, because they want to make the ESPN highlight and they want to, you know, the, the, the eyes get big when a, when a play starts. Um, but he's very big on your eye discipline. This is what you're supposed to do on this play. This is where you should be on this play. Um, you know, don't, don't freelance and make a spectacular play because nine times out of ten, that's going to result in something big being given up behind you. Pat, one other aspect of, of coaching college football is your ability to recruit. Um, and, and that, that might be, not, I don't know if you pay much attention to it, but um, how do you think he'll fare, you know, coming here to the University of Alabama? And uh, how do you think he'll do uh, in his ability to go out there and recruit guys? We're seeing, you know, Alabama, you know, losing some guys, which is expected, you know, Coach Saban retires, sure. guys going to leave the portal. But now they've got to replenish. Do you feel that, you know, his recruiting ability will be, a, to be enough to kind of uh, uphold that standard? Because we know at Alabama, you know, we're used to top two uh, recruiting classes year in and year out. Do you think that he'll be able uh, to contribute to that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's going to have obviously have the contacts that DeBoer, for example, won't because he hasn't been in this state uh, very long. Right. Um, so he'll, he'll certainly have the the contacts to do that. You know, we're a little different down here in that. Um, so, so just a, a quick history of South Alabama football. We didn't start football until 2009. It's not like we were playing one double A or Division two or Division three. We had zero football until 2009. Became uh, a Division one program in 2012. Uh, been to four bowl games since then. Um, but you know, we we just built an on-campus stadium back in 2020. We just got a covered facility. So. You know, recruiting down here has been a challenge. We finally got all the pieces in place, actually, when when Coach Womack came in here. And we've seen the, uh, the, the personnel certainly get better and better. I think a large part of that, obviously, is where we are. It's the facilities that we have. Because if, if you look at our facilities compared to a lot of the other group of five facilities, I think we're way ahead. But it's also because of the, the type of guy that, that Kane is. Um, you know, he's he's a high energy guy. Um, he, you know, is is very much, you know, here's what I'm going to expect from you. And here's here's how it's going to be done. But uh, I would say he's more of a player's coach, I think, than maybe comes across initially. Um, so so the recruiting here has gone up for sure. And I, I attribute a lot of that to Kane. Uh, and the coaches that he has around him. So, uh, so I don't think he's going to have a problem. You know, look, Alabama's never going to have a problem attracting talent. You know, <laughs> um, that's that's just that's the way it is. Um, but I think he can keep the the top tier in state talent here because he's the type of guy that you want to play for. Yeah, it sounds like, and I can uh, definitely tell you based on been friends with Jim Nagy, who uh, runs the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. and they use those facilities at South Alabama and Mobile. They are some of, I would probably say, top three, top five in the group of five. And with that covered area that they have now, I mean, it is spectacular down there. They have done a, an outstanding job, no doubt. Pat Green was our guest here on the Middle's Edge. Pat, you know, Kane is, you told us so much about him, right? And we know some, we talked about this a little bit this morning. Somebody gets hurt, right? So to what's Alabama's gain? And everybody said, you know, home run higher, you know, grand slam. You know, we're right. happy. 
you know, but South Alabama, there's tears, right? There's, there's like, man, we had a guy and we thought we were going to build something special. But talk from that standpoint, like where do they go and what does that mean for their program? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It stings down here. Um, but, you know, we we are um, obviously, as you said, a group of five program that we've been dealing with this and roster shuffles and everything for years because that's what happens on the group of five level. We're seeing it more and more on that power five level now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it hurts for sure because, again, I think he was building something special. Um, I think that uh, he, you know, he made a big emphasis of buying into the city of Mobile, um, you know, because we haven't had football for so long, uh, you know, most people who grew up here in Mobile either rooted for Alabama or for Auburn. Uh, they didn't have South Alabama as an option. And so he did a, a fantastic job of trying to integrate the football program that we have here at South Alabama into the community. So, yeah, we're, we're losing not only a, a, a good man, a good football coach, but, we're, but a guy that, that did care about the city. Now, that said, I think his staff that's still here, another guy that uh, obviously you guys are very well uh, aware of is Major Applewhite. Major yep. has been our offensive coordinator ever since Kane was the head coach. Uh, I, have, I have no inside information whatsoever, but I've got to imagine that, that Major's going to get a, a really hard look at this <laughs> yeah. head coaching position. So, um, you know, and I, and I think for continuity's sake, that would make a whole lot of sense. I mean, Major's already been a, uh, a head coach. Obviously, he worked under Coach Saban, knows the Alabama system, knows this system in and out. So I would think that's where we would head. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other names being tossed around. And, and that's, you know, these are the days where I am infinitely grateful that I'm not an athletic director because all I'm going to do is show up and talk about who's playing and what they're doing and how they're doing it. <laughs> so uh, so I, I don't have to make that decision. But but I would think that Major will get a um, uh, will, will get a very hard look at this job because uh, I think he'd do I think it'd be great at it. Yeah, that's uh, you know it's, uh, I've spent time when Chris was there at the Senior Bowl at South Alabama and just uh, talked to the folks there, the great folks at Mobile. A lot of Alabama fans are there, that's for sure. And, and uh, I'm, I guess they probably feel a little bit bad, Pat. That they had to plug one of your very own, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think some do. Some are like, well, who cares? It's just South. Those are the people we're never going to reach, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It all works out, man. You do a great job, and I really, really appreciate you joining. I hope it's not the first time because I love to stay in touch to see which direction they're going to go, man. We think. Thank you for all that you do covering as a uh, color analyst and a play-by-play. So you put both hats on depending on wh- where you are, right, what stadium that you're in, I guess. But uh, thank That's you so it. much. Yep. Hey, glad to do it. And uh, anytime you guys want, give me a buzz. I'd love to be back. Yes, sir. Thank you, hey, Pat. Thank you so much. All right. Have Thanks, a great guys. day, sir. There is Pat Greenwood. He covers uh, South Alabama. Knows Kane Womack better than anybody. Uh, so there you go. Uh, nobody knows better than him, even all these national guys. You go to the local guys that uh, spend the time with the folks that they'll tell you everything that you need to know. So we appreciate him. Quick timeout. We'll come back. It is 1247 on the dial. We'll come back. We'll get some calls. We'll talk about the interview. We'll respond. What we'll say you 205-342-9904. This is Mr. Mills Edge, Motor Tie 100.9. 1230 AM WTBC. We are the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We'll be back in a moment. Hi. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny but cold and windy this afternoon. The high 26, the windshield index in the single digits. Tonight, a hard freeze clear with a low near 11. The windshield index dropping to near zero at times. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 37. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 21 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. And welcome back to the Miller's Edge on a Tuesday. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes, Tide, 100.9, a.m. WTBC, 205-342-9904. We love the people. We love the people. We love them on YouTube. Hi, everybody. We love all of you. We love you on air. We love you on Tide, 100.9. And uh, we love talking to you. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's talk with KJ. KJ, welcome into the edge, brother. You're up next. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, yo, yo, what's how up? How y'all doing? Doing well, man. Corey. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yes, Corey, I want to ask you, uh, who else in like the, because you said that, you know, Alabama took a step down, took that as offensive, low key. But in terms of D.C. hiring, who else is on the, mar- like, who else is on the market that would have moved, you know, they tried T-Rob and that was a move to, the You'd have to poach somebody, KJ. You got to take them some, from somebody uh, else's uh, yeah, style. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying what name? So, like, what name move weight like that? Right, but my thing, of course, you know, T-Rob is my number one guy, and I gave my reason why. I, I said there was a three for one, right? I, the, the coordinating, the relationships, that the keeping this locker room together is important. I know a lot of people are making light of the fact, KJ, that guys are, are transferring. But I don't. Oh, no, because no, no, no. I'm are, not. I'm not. I'm not a big, I, I, I mean, Amos, Amos was my dude. When he played, anytime he played last year, I was shouting from the clouds about this guy and how he should have played more, in my opinion. Um, you know, Nye Black to, you know, all these other guys, Bond to even some of these other guys because depth is an issue. And these are depth. No, guys I agree, I agree with that. Right? My point so is, my point are, is coordinating. I don't, I don't know a lot about, you know, Kane. We just talked with. Pat Greenwood and who was enlightening us. That's why I wanted him on the show because I want to learn, right? I want to, who is this guy? I'm going to look at his defense. I, then I'll be able to give you my, my better opinion. But, but at the same time, but when you just, as a fan, just say, oh, a great hire based on, a, you know, a very, very modest resume. I haven't done a ton. Kind of like Caleb DeBoer, in my opinion. These, these resumes yeah, are still modest. We still I'm have to have some group. questions, and I think that's that's a fair thing. Now, I like the guy over at Iowa, to be honest with you. I'm okay, I'm not in there. that group. I'm not in that group of people that, you know, the fans that think he's, like, I don't know. I'm just saying, where else could you have went? Like, it's, I mean, I don't the know. Higher, I mean, I, I the mean Glenn, Schumann, Glenn Schumann would have been he's a guy that I was going to leave He wasn't going to leave. So, yeah, but I mean, you know you know mean? Got, but to me, you got to go put the money out there and say, hey, man, Make them say no. Right, well, like he that, made T. Rob say no to him. Well, I, I, that's why I'm down the middle. But the, you also got to remember uh, that you're fighting against time. They didn't really have time to start, you know, going down the list of hey, who can we? I mean, because they had time is of the essence. You just talked about losing guys. Well, part of the reason guys are probably leaving is if you don't have a, a staff, they're going to yeah, start. They're going to start. What about a guy like Jim? What about a guy like Jim Leonard? I mean, I'm I sure this. Would, would he move, mate? Like, would he move? Like the locker room, though, like would he? You know what I mean? Like it, it, at that point, I mean, it's a watch. 
Here, here's my, here's my but, thing. But he man. is a bigger name. He is a bigger but, name. But see, but here's my thing. I don't, I don't go off. I said it earlier. I don't really care about names, like whether it's a coach or a player, because a lot of the time we see this. There's a lot of people that just have big names, but they're not right for the job. Whether it's a fit thing or they might be past their prime, whatever. And again, that goes for coaches or players. You can say the same thing in the NFL. A lot of people just go off of names, but there's a lot of players that might not necessarily have that name yet. But then we see them year in and year out. There's new guys that step on the scene. That's why I've always chose to to be patient because, again, um, I don't know too much about Kane Womack only because I haven't watched South Alabama. Now, when looking at his resume, I get, you know, he's still, you know, doing some things, but he has done some good things. I mean, even last year, their stats did look good. I understand completely that uh, I see both sides of it. Like, yes, they played Oklahoma State great, but you had a good point. There was a couple games where they gave up uh, a good amount of points to other teams, but at the same time, he did good. You know, scoring D was 27th, rush D was 12th, pass D 28th, total D 15th. Now, am I going to put all my eggs in that in the stats basket? No. But I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to be optimistic just because I see the good things that he has done, and I think he can be a good coach. But it, like everybody's been saying, we don't know. Nobody knows how this is going to play out. It could be phenomenal. It could be terrible. Who knows, right? You just have to be patient. That's why I'm eager for spring ball. Spring ball, spring ball will start kind of getting a little bit of a, a preview how things can start taking shape. But as of now, you know, I'm just kind of trying to learn as much as I can. But I'm with you, KJ. I mean, I don't know. It seems like, unfortunately, it's just slim pickings right now. A lot of people are already uh, put because you got to think that window, like right after the season ended, you saw some movement. But then Coach Saban retired like, you know, a few weeks after that, right? So people kind of have already been settling in and people that got fired already finding new spots. There wasn't, wasn't a, man, a, a bunch of guys that were just available. However, you probably, if you wanted to, you could have you know plucked somebody from another roster. But I think Hello? the biggest thing was time is of the essence. These guys have familiarity with each other. He's a solid coach. I mean, he's Hello? got a lot of good, a uh, uh, lot of people say a lot of great things, but I think he can be a great coach. But we'll, again, we'll just have to wait and see. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, we got you. Okay, okay. This is this is the second question that I had. The question is, because I was talking to a couple of buddies who played, and, of course, they were like, nah. Because, Christian, y'all low-key be hating on the NIO. But <laughs> who? Not, who? Wait, who? Wait, who? Y'all who pro, is y'all? Y'all, pro, y'all former pro players. Y'all pro players. But this is my – because this is what wait, I whoa, stated. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I hate on that. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let me explain myself. Hold on. I, I promise you, I don't hate on it. I come I from a different. I come from a different. No, I hear what you're you. saying. There are there are some people that feel type way, but what I'll say is, I have that standpoint because I'm telling you about me as a person. Like I don't know well, if you know. I, I don't know if you know me personally or if you know my story. But no. I, like I was about to say, like I actually I, I saw you. I saw you once. I saw you and OJ Howard once. We were going in. Uh, Somewhere, yeah. I saw you want. Y'all going to clubs? Go ahead and say it. No, I'm not going to clubs. No, but I'm look. I'm just telling you right now. Though, I'm just telling you right now. Though, I'm the type of I waited my turn. I I you discussed. Don't have to, you don't have no, 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 no. Let me just finish. I'm just saying. I discussed red shirt and I would. I'm I'm different. I don't care about okay, waiting my turn. Different. I'm patient. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. I don't care about this stuff. I don't care this, about likes on Instagram. I can give two craps about in that crap. I don't. I'm not Christian like that. You feel people. me? Yeah. This, this is my question though, because <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. I saw Tia had posted it, and everybody was like, "No." But I ran this by you know my buddies, and I'm like. If I'm she actually speaking truth, I, if I'm them, I would tell Caleb Downs, who are we hiring? <laughs> and whoever he wants to hire, that's who my hire is. Yeah, that's what I've been and, saying. And they were like, no, you can't do like, no, no, no. These are college kids. I'm like, this is not, no longer a college game anymore. This is a professional. 
We have, no more, we have no more amateurism. I, I disagree with that. I'm not. I'm not basing my, a coaching hire based off one guy. That's what. Uh, that's why you fell right into if, that. If that's I'm going to win, and if that, I know yeah. a kid's that important to me, I'm just saying, and I think KJ, you're right. Exactly. He would be very valuable. Think about Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. Right. They're going to go right to them and tell them who are we hiring. Whoa, whoa. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. Caleb Downs is a generational. He is generational. Caleb Downs is a generational. Man, Caleb Downs is a generational type of player, and I want to keep my generational type of player. So exactly. sometimes you got to I do too, but you can keep them with other, in, in other ways with NIL. Yeah. No, I don't the way you keep them now is chinga linga linga. Cheddar cheese, government Get cheese, away. whatever you want. Cheese, cheese, please. <laughs> That's how you keep them. So, oh, well, I agree with you. I mean, back up, back up. What do they call the money the truck, truck, KJ? What Brinks, do they call that? Brinks truck. Brinks? Back up the Brinks truck to his address. Get Caleb, let's hire, the, let's hire the cornerback coach. Let's go. Who, who we hire? Let's go. Let's, but who that, we'll talk about that. All right, KJ, we got to go, buddy. Top right, down appreciate break. it, KJ. Appreciate your call. We'll come back. We'll uh, entertain that. Are you concerned about players? Jumping out. I got a lot of feedback on social media about 25 kids. All of a sudden, a lot of Bama fans don't care. I do. I think it's important. And I discuss right in the middle of the edge on the tie 1.9, AM, WTBC. Sponsored by a good friend at the Good Feet Store, America's Art Support Experts. We'll be back in a moment. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Nick Cope. News today in the NFL. Eagles center Jason Kelsey reportedly told teammates after the loss to the Buccaneers last night that he is retiring after 13 seasons. He was part of the Philly team that won Super Bowl 52 and was a six-time All-Pro. College football reports say San Jose State coach Brett Brennan and Arizona have agreed to a five-year contract to make him the next head coach in Tucson. Yahoo Sports says Jim Harbaugh continues to have extension talks with Michigan while in interviewing for NFL jobs. One of the sticking points, though, for Harbaugh is that he wants language in the contract that would grant him immunity from being fired for any findings stemming from multiple ongoing NCAA investigations. And USC quarterback commit Julian Lewis, the number one recruit in the class of 2026, has reclassified to 2025. And in the NBA, the Athletic Reports, Bucks for Jay Crowder has been cleared to return to the lineup. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Two, you're on the Miller's Edge, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports, again, thanks to Pat Greenwood, play-by-play, and color analyst does both, uh, went on the road, I think he's with ESPN Plus as a color, and then at home, he does play-by-play, knows Coach Kane Womack extremely well, and for those, again, I want to teach you, his name is not Womack, it's Kane Womack, so even Pat told us about that. He was glad that we got it right. So make sure you get his name right before you see him out at the, uh, you know, Fred's or one of these places. Fred's? Eat. Who's Fred's? And they got a burger place called Fred's or something like that? Uh, 
Yeah, Freddy's right. Fast yeah, Freddy's. Food place. Yeah. But no, yeah, what I'm what's about. confusing is remember. So we had Matt Womack, who was one of my teammates, played tackle from Mississippi. But it was W O M, just one M. Coach Womack has two M, so I guess the pronunciation is Womack, which makes sense. But no, I, I like. Yeah, he's Womack. But I, I liked what uh what Pat had to say about him. That, that got me excited. He said, you know, That's a great interview. I hope we great. can cut that and one post that. Yeah, we can for sure. I mean, he um, said they got the, a... the swarm D they like to, you know, bring pressure. You alluded to that with that, that nickel defense. So I think it'll be good. I mean, that's honestly kind of what college football has slowly been shifting to. That's why we don't see as much of that base three, four style defense. Because again, I mean, I was on Greg McElroy's show with Cole Kubik earlier big talking will, about that. Well, McElroy, I mean, everybody's safe. <laughs> but we were talking about that. I mean, with the way, you know, the offenses and their philosophies have shifted, right? You know, when McElroy was in the SEC, it was so run heavy, right? Now it's, you know, pass heavy, right? It's a pass heavy league. So you got to adjust and adapt. And the 4 5 is one of those things. It, it allows for some flexibility, like I mentioned, having that outside linebacker. So the good news is the other thing that we had mentioned was uh, personnel wise, we should be fine, right? That's one thing to consider. Sometimes when there's a coordinator change and he comes in and he's faced with having a, a roster, they might not be that roster. I'll give you an example. When I was with Carolina, right, we had a 3-4 a, a defense with Ron Rivera. Then Matt Rule comes in, right? It shifted a little bit. I forgot um, drawing a blank. But when the coordinators change, sometimes they come in, they might run a 4-2-5 defense, but you have 3-4 personnel. So you've got a bunch of, you know, athletic 235, 245-pound outside linebackers it's kind of a kind of a conflict right there, right? When you want to go to that four two five, that's more of a traditional defensive end in that system. But from seeing Coach Womax, he has more of like that Jack linebacker than another defense. And so, with that being said, I think it should be pretty smooth transition. But good stuff from Pat. I, I know we um, we've got some more uh, folks on the phone lines. Unless you wanted to, I know you mentioned well, wanted to talk about Caleb real quick. Up the beginning of this hour, we we are going to talk about. You know, are you concerned? What's your level of concern? I know on social media that a lot of folks got on me because I posted Exodus, you know, meaning that, yeah, we expect it. Yeah, it always going to be turnover when you have a new coach in town. But it's Alabama. There's going to be a different kind of expectancy, right? And, 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 and when we talk about the brand A and we talk about what that means and Coach Saban, we're saying that the brand A without Coach Saban may not mean what we think today when we throw in NIL and all the other factors that go into it. But we've seen a couple of 2025, 20, one decommitted, one decommitted, then committed to Florida State. Florida State is the new Alabama, I'm assuming, because what they got three, four guys from the roster already. No, sir, five They're or six. Five or six and still poaching. So um, we got to get into that. And before we get to the phones, Caleb Downs, by the way, I mean, many of you don't know this, but Caleb Downs' father is, is a great friend of mine, Gary Downs. And Gary Downs played with me with the New York Football Giants. Okay, so so a lot of these things I just want you to know. So it's not just some weird thing. Gary Downs who played at NC State, running back, played for us with the Giants. Good friend of mine, his father, who's in the FCA. We all in the Christian community as a preacher. He's big in FCA, so I'm just telling you that. Uh, Caleb has a really strong foundation of faith. Um, so therefore, I'm sure prayer and his family and all that will be big in what he decides to do. He's not going to be like some of the guys that's just going to up and move. But we'll talk about that a little bit in this program. 205-342-9904 is the number for the show. I believe Tyler is up first. Tyler in Atlanta. Let's go down to the ATL. Is it snowing down there? Icy rain, black ice. Tyler, what's happening? He came from YouTube, uh, by we, the way. I what's think. up, guys? We just, we just got uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of a 
cold weather, man. The Hawk is definitely out today, but I definitely want to thank you all for letting me be on the show, man. Corey, uh, sure. definitely love what you do, man. That's just as a, as a coach and just as a uh, advocate for Bama football and Christian, man. Uh, never forget the havoc that you and Terrell caused in that national championship game, the SG championship, man. So yes, sir. I want to say shout out to you for that. Appreciate uh, I just it. want to come in, touch on two things, man. I'm kind of like everybody else, kind of in, in between on the coaching hire, kind of caught in the middle. But one of the things that I want to say, man, I'm kind of hesitant at Coach DeBoer is not to preview how to maneuver in the SEC. I think he's kind of just kind of with this mindset that this is a Pac-12 and we could just kind of move slow, kind of what uh, Coach Corey touched on yesterday. You know, T-Rob should have been offered a job Friday. And I think that T-Rob turned the job down uh, mostly because there's ties to Muschamp, but I think some pride got into it as well. You know, that should have been the first thing you did was how to keep the locker room together, how to keep the players in, yep. you know, and I, and I hope he's pulling out all the stops to keep down. You know what I mean? I'm hopefully, you know, meeting with his mom, his dad, or flying out to them, or, you know, got Coach Morgan uh, involved or whatever, bringing in Coach Saban to the media, former players. I mean, you got to pull out all the stops, man. We, we can't lose them, but I'm afraid that I'm just hoping that he knows how serious SEC football is, that you got to keep your stars in house, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and Tyler, it's different. That's one of the things that people get mad at me, right? And they, 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 oh, you too hard. But I just try to be real. And, you know, SEC football recruiting is different. This landscape of college football is different. There's a reason why the SEC network is where it is. There's a reason why, you know, Greg Sankey, you know, the slogan, it just means more. There's a reason why year in and year out, we say, you know, the SEC is the best. There's a reason why there's more NFL players that, that goes to, to the pros from the SEC. There's a reason why more big-time recruits, the top-ranked recruits, come to this conference. It ain't. It's not the Pac-12. It's not the Big Ten. It's not, uh, you know, the Big Ten. This is different, and we have to be able to acknowledge that somebody just don't walk in and because and they're a good guy, right, and, that they just going to change all of that. That's good, right. and it's not personal. I mean, it's not, it's not personal, excuse me. When I say these things, it's the fact that I understand it. And I understand that you better understand these are sharks. And they and they don't play fair. Kirby Smart ain't going to play fair. They deal with right. great. Money is involved. And anytime the dollar is involved, you got more problems. Let the song say more money, more problems. Right? It's just, it is what it is. And, and so we don't know. And if we don't know enough about said person, in this case, Kalen DeBoer, I get what he did at Washington. But I'm not going to be a, as big of, of a fan going 25-3 and three in the Pac-12 as what Georgia has done in the SEC. You make, am I making my point? Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. That's all I'm saying. And, and my second thing was, Christian, I would love to know your insight on this. We're knowing Greg Byrne a little bit more than anybody else. Man, I was really an advocate for Coach Prime to come in next year after Shador and Travis went to the NFL for him to come into Bama. And if he came into Bama, we'd probably have one player lead. But I, I wanted to know how realistic with knowing Greg Byrne and the donors and the boosters and all that, mm. would, would they have even accepted Coach Prime if he was on the market? You know, that's a great question, that, that, Tyler. That, 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 that's a great question, then. <laughs> that, that, that. Oh, man, that, that's I'm tough, man. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, oh, man, I'll, Charlie, put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> look, I, look. 
I'll be honest, man. I just it's hard for me to even envision, you know, Coach Prime and his style, you know, crossing with Alabama. You know, just where you know, you know how it is. I mean, Alabama, man. We're, yeah. We, you know, we're very prideful with, you know, tradition and th- the way we do things and knowing how Coach Prime is, you know, he's very progressive. He's very forward thinking. Right. I just don't know, man. That's a great question. I mean, and maybe I need to ask that, throw that one too, uh, you know, Mr. Byrne, if I see him next time. But no, I mean, look, I, you know, on the field, I think he'd be great. And you talked about his influence in the locker room and being able to get the guys here. He definitely would do that. Now, it just would be tough knowing <laughs> how, look, I mean, look at our uniforms, man. They don't change, right? Coach Prime, he's coming in there changing the game. That's just the biggest. I think that'd just be too much of a conflict. But what do I know? You never know, man. I mean, it's 2024. Yeah. <laughs> I've well, seen crazy it's funny that you say that because if I had 45 seconds with Greg Burns, I would say, hey, listen, I know you weren't the AD that hired Saban, but that person was innovative. They were forward thinking and they were visionary. Mm. You have the opportunity to do the exact same thing, even though our, our Caucasian donors and boosters may not all agree with Coach Prime and his ways and tactics. Mm-hmm. But listen, he is the future. If you don't want any drop off in recruiting, if you want a leader of men, and if you want dominant in SEC and somebody who knows the South, he is a person that will make Kirby Smart lose sleep in recruiting battles. He is a person that will make uh, LSU coach lose sleep in recruiting battles. Because it's all about recruiting. And that's another thing, too. I don't want Coach DeBoer to come in and think that that these same three and four stars that he was offering at Washington can compete in the SEC because they, they honestly, they just can't. And that's why... Washington and Pac-12, they don't go to the playoff every year because they don't have the athletes. Of course, X's and O's and being smart and all this is cool, but you got to get those athletes in the building. That's that's true. Man. Yeah. We talked about it yesterday, but the good news is that Alabama A holds weight, Tyler. So I definitely think that that Alabama A and our brand here will definitely help assist him in getting those guys. And it, it seems like they're already, you know, hitting the ground running. I, I keep seeing reports of them reaching out. I saw that they've offered some guys. Um, like some of them for the West Coast, but I did see that uh, Courtney <laughs> Morgan. Hey, look, Bryce Young came from the West Coast. All I'm saying is it's like Courtney Morgan is trying to form some relationships with some of these high school coaches, which that's the right thing to do because Alabama, we know down in Mobile, there's a lot of talent, right? We know in Louisiana, we get a lot of guys from there. Texas, oh, Florida, South Florida, come on now. You got you got, you got, to have those relationships. You better be offering down here on the East Coast. That's going to be my, if it was me, I'm just saying, that would be my number one concern, Unless you just got a dog out there on the West Coast. Tyler, thank you for the phone call, man. We sure appreciate it, brother. Thank you, brother. Listen, that, that was heavy. I want to respond that to something. That was good that stuff, man. That's real, that's real talk. That's what we are, man, because, listen, reality is probably most people couldn't accept Dion because of the flash. But I would have a hard time seeing that. Because, look, I'll be honest. I like our tradition. I like everything that we stand for here. We're different. But... He's, he's, he's got a point, too. though. No, he's got a point, though, with the transport, all this stuff, man. People going to say, you know, he ain't done nothing with winning for it. I get, we can discuss that. I just think it's an intriguing conversation. All right, we got to hit a break. Step away for a minute. Uh, we'll come back. More of your phone calls. We got people on hold. We got, got some messages. app messages. Lower. We got app messages. Tie 100.9. Please download that. It's absolutely free for you. Christian Miller, Corey Miller, Noah Hayes, the best reader in what we call that, West Alabama? Is it West Alabama? Yes, sir. There you go. West Alabama. You got it right. All right. In West Alabama, we'll come back right on the edge. On Tide 100.9. We're the home of Alabama Crimson Thousand Sports. Back in the morning.
100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny but cold and windy this afternoon. The high 26, the wind chill index in the single digits. Tonight, a hard freeze clear with a low near 11. The wind chill index dropping to near zero at times. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 37. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 23 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Time on the bow, you know what that means? 122. Central time, 222, right here in Columbia, South Carolina, where I am located, Christian Miller in studio in Tuscaloosa, as well as Noah Haynes, the best reader in West Alabama, 205-342-9904. Again, welcome all the good friends on our on our YouTube chat line, our podcast line. We love the fact that uh, you're here with us, listening to the show live. We love the fact that all the great content and questions that you're bringing on, on there as well. But you can call 205-342-9904 is the number to the program. Let's go back out to the phones. Jay Wallace, you're up next here on the Miller's Edge. Go right ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate y'all taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, Just a little bit about me real quick, and I got a couple quick questions. I'm from uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and um, retired Navy. I used to tell Coke that... Um, the football game when Bear was the coach. Oh, wow. So I've been around and been a uh, Bama fan for 100 mm. years. Watched Christian play. Uh, great guy. Uh, great, just, you know, all around good player. Thank and you. I see what he's saying about the, you know, about the players now. People can't really compare um, what's going on now with the transfer portal, the NIL. And um, I was in the Navy 28 and a half years, and I've been retired for 10 years. And I actually work at UGA. And I watched how they built the program based on pretty much Bama's program, but it's not the same. Right. Um, the tradition we have is uh, longstanding, and there has been a lot of changes. You know, when Lane Kiffin came in, we got more offensive-centric, uh, less of a defense, uh, not as much running the ball, passing the ball. But at the end of the day, you know, Coach Saban has done his time. Right. And when it's time for you to go, it's time for you to go. Um, I did 28 and a half years in the Navy. I knew my time was uh, up. But I wanted to go out like I came in, and that's what I did. And um, I think we're going to have to give these uh, the new coaches an opportunity to come in and see what they can do with the program. Um, I really would rather see somebody else new come in rather than retreads. Uh, we saw a lot of the same coaches from Auburn to Florida to Georgia back to Alabama. And so we've got some new people coming in, and uh, we just want to be patient. And hopefully the players will understand that you know the decisions they make now are going to impact them later on. Yeah. You know, um, Christian, you've played on on both levels. You've seen it. And uh, people talk about loyalty, but I don't think it's much loyalty as the opportunity with the NIL sure. and with the transfer portal. 100%. You know. Listen, so, um, and we can't, none of us can't be mad. Nobody can be mad. We've said this, all of us. We own, we're in concert when it comes to this, right? Because... We don't know their situation. We don't know the family history, the background. But, but from you know, guys that have come from bad, for me, ten brothers and sisters, poor, all of us, yes, single parent home for a while. I mean, so we understand, right, that that we don't know the situation, and so therefore, I'm yep. never going to get mad at a kid, despite. 
how great Alabama or any school for that matter is. Exactly. If he decides to go and feel like, you know, Isaiah Bond feels like, hey, Quinn yours is gonna give me the best chance to Sarkees and his offense fits me better. I'm gonna have I'm gonna my number's gonna be great. And by the way, I'm gonna get a Lambo and some money on top of that. Oh bro, yes, I can't be mad at him. Can't be mad at hey, him. Hey I'm I'm coming out of the brick uh right across the street from Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh my way out I played football but I wasn't on the level to play for Alabama but uh Barbie Humphrey played at my high school, same neighborhood. He had the opportunity, a few people I played with had an opportunity to play in the league, but that's not forever. So I just hope that they can get, you know, their situations. If it's the money, that's incentive. Uh, a lot of these guys aren't going to make it to the pros. I mean, I think people don't understand that. Uh, 99%, if we're being honest, 99%. Exactly. Yeah, Trophy winners sitting at home, yep. you know. Right. So, um it's, it's a lot of opportunity. Uh, it has to be the right opportunity, the right situation. And for someone that's coming to the University of Alabama that's coming in, you know, from a recruiting standpoint or from the uh, transfer portal or whatever, they're going to have an opportunity. They're going to be representing the A, like we represent the A. You yeah. know, I love Alabama. I love the state of Alabama. Uh, I've been around the world. I've been in Athens for almost 20 years now, and I'm still roll tied. So, they know it. Yep. <laughs> you know, I work at the University of Georgia. It's roll tide. It doesn't. It doesn't change. It doesn't stop. People say, "Well, you've been living here long enough." I, yeah, I lived a lot of places. Lived in Japan. Lived in other countries. And guess what? It's still Birmingham. It's roll tide. And our brand is worldwide. That's you right. Know, it really is. So, um, man, what so a great We got to go through some bumps and you know some bumps and bruises. Change is good, and it's inevitable. I'd rather it yeah. go down like this than Coach Saban being 74, 75 and, you know, starting to have any issues or whatever. I'm not wishing it on him, but well, we got a coach that's just here. Bear, Bear Bryant retired, and then a month later he was dead, mm. you know. So we don't we don't want that. We want people to be able to go out on their own terms because it's a better product for us. And um, so they just they had to get coaches there, you know, what was available. That's right. Listen, man, this, this could be Jay Wallace's great phone call. Thank you so much, man. Don't be a stranger to the program and call us back because I don't think your points are And so thank you for your service, too. Yeah, that's the, thank All you right. so much for your service, my brother. Um, and I think you're right with Coach Saban um, going on his own and being able to enjoy that $17 million mansion and playing some golf, eating some good food, and, and uh, that brand is still what it is. Appreciate the call. Right, let's get to some uh, app messages. Noah, the best reader in West Alabama, in my opinion, he's the best Read in the state of Alabama, everywhere. And uh, let's get to the Tide 100.9. There's free downloads for you there. If you can't get in on the phone lines, you can always talk to us this way. Noah, take it away. Uh, that's right. We, first, we got a app message from Mike in Panama City Beach. He says, uh, I think the adversity of disruption will feed a stronger mindset for Bama players. The loyal that stayed and the new players that will come in. Roll Tide. Mm. I like that. That's fair. I mean, and, and that's, that's why I'm like, you just got to stick with the guys that, that you have. There's no need to bash the guys that leave. You just made a great point, and that's what we talked about. I mean, some guys feel like there's better opportunities elsewhere. That's fine. That's their right, right? No need to, to be angry about it. I mean, we can be upset, but no need to bash people, right? Let them move on with their decision. You know, hope for the best for them, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with the guys that are here and that want to, uh, you know, want to wear that A, wear that crimson. We heard what... Uh, you know, Malachi Moore and Devontae Smith, those guys are coming out saying, I, I love that they're prideful in that. But here's the thing. I, I wish that there's a common balance between the two because me as a person, I was explaining earlier, I love the, the brand. I love the loyalty to it. Um, but I also understand the business perspective of it. These guys do have brands. They are a brand. 
right? So I understand that. I just wish there's a common ground where you could really, you know, ride ride the line where you're still loyal, you, you're prideful, but you also are maximizing. And you can do that. That's probably what guys like Malachi Moore and uh, even Tyler Booker, you know, they're talking about how much they enjoy being here at Alabama, but they're also going to be rewarded and compensated for their play. So there is there there is a way to, to, to do that. Just unfortunately, some guys might not necessarily see that, but... You know, like I said, everybody yeah, I mean, has I mean, they decisions. can have both. I mean, they can have both. I mean, right. this is, this is a, a unique situation. I mean, you don't have Nick Saban's retiring every year. Right. <laughs> I mean, you don't have that. I mean, 17 years of dominance in the state of Alabama. You know, before the LSU won a national championship, was very successful at Michigan State. You know, went, went through the ranks with Belichick at Cleveland and went head coach at Miami. I mean, you don't have these. These are very, like, Things that, things that don't happen normally. So it's causing a lot of a lot of emotions, right? Some good, some bad. You know, things are happening. This is Alabama. Why these, you know, people are sitting on the outside saying, why do they want to leave? Why, why? You know, we got this guy, Caleb Lepore. I mean, he's a, you know, Michael Penix Jr. I mean, you know, this guy was in New York for the Heisman and blah, blah, blah. But, but to these guys, they don't know them. And that means so all these things are happening. They're gonna go a lot of where they're comfortable. Some gonna say, you know what? Older guys may say, I've been here, I'm established, I got my girl, I got my place, I'm good, you know, I got some money. I ain't trying to go nowhere else. But then there's gonna be a pocket of guys that say, man, I'm trying to get paid. I don't know what this guy gonna do. I don't know what's gonna happen. Caleb Don might be sitting there like, I don't know what's the defense gonna look like. But you know, I know it's Alabama, but hey, what if I go to Georgia? I know what they put in the league. I know what Kirby Smart puts in the league. And plus, is he going to offer a million, two million dollars? That's going. These things are happening. Ain't nothing we can do about it. And ain't no need to get mad if he says, "Stay great." I'm with him. I'm a hundred percent with him. His dad's good people. His family good people. Well, that, he said, "Hey, I got to bounce. I bounce." Well, and it is what it is. You, and, and that's a very valid point that you also have to consider, especially looking like in the pros. Like I mentioned earlier about changing of schemes. That is a great point. Like there might be if if they do hire a certain D coordinator that runs a certain type of defense. Some guys naturally might not be good fits for that defense. And so that's why I do respect them having that window because that's very fair. Guys can get in some bad positions if they're not a good fit, right? And somebody new comes in. And and, and we've seen that happen before. So, again, there's so many variables that go in all this. But you just got to, again, wait and see how things go on. But I think as they continue to add the coaching staff, they continue to start laying out their vision and and get to know these guys, right? Uh, Things will start kind of taking shape, and that's all you can ask for. Real quick, I want to remind you guys about our good friends over at Alumni Hall in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa. If you're looking for the latest and greatest Alabama gear, head on over to Alumni Hall. They've got the two for 38 deals on tees, right? It's cold outside. Go get your winter jackets, coats, all that Alabama gear right there at Alumni Hall. If you're not in Tuscaloosa, don't worry, folks. Head on over to alumnihall.com for the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. All right, when we come back, speaking of uh, staff, I do have some questions, Martin. Again, I'm going to ask a question that I asked about the recruiting. I like, I love the one keeper. I love the one keeper that he said, you got to stay. And I'm with Coach Kalen DeBoer on this one. But the other one, they ain't just now. They've been some question marks. We'll talk about that. Plus, we'll take on my good friends at R&R Cigars. R&RCigars.com. If you're not in Tuscaloosa and you smoke cigars and you're looking for the best selection, the best humidor, well, check them out online. All that stuff there gets you hooked up. You buy. They ship it to you for absolutely free. Put in that code, the Miller's Edge. 
Also, if you're in Tuscaloosa, go check them out. The mansion, they like to call it. It's got a great front porch, got great chairs, great recliners, great flat screen TVs throughout private rooms. You want to have a party, you want to have a meeting, all that good stuff. They got you taken care of at R&R Cigars. Go see Reagan and Randy over at 6703. That's 27th Street, 6703, 27th Street. 6th Street, excuse me. Check them out. All right, we got to get to a break. Christian, who do you like that he's kept from the former staff? I'll ask you that next on the edge. Back in a moment. This is a this is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to the Miller's Edge on the Tide, 100.9, 1230. AMWTBC, I just want to uh, correct myself because I misspoke. 27036th Street is the address to the mansion over at R&R Cigars. R&RCigars.com. I just want to make sure I got that right. I keep looking at stuff and I got two computers in front of me, so I get a little bit confused. I'm getting a little old, but hey, uh, thank God for getting old. Real quick, though, I do want to say this, guys. I want to say this. Uh, the guy asked me about uh, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime. Listen, if you're looking at the record of Coach Prime, Jackson State was amazing. He's, you know, got to Colorado, all the hype. We get all the hype. You know what he brings to the table. But there's, you know, the guy asked you, Christian, you know, I would definitely have been fine with it because but I'm that dude. I'm that guy. A lot of people we, we know, know Alabama, you're talking about the tradition, the brand, the you know, they couldn't have handled change that way, the significance of that type of change. A guy that wears shades at his press conference and, you know, the guy's dancing in the locker rooms and things like that. Coach Nick Saban's been dancing in the locker room, too. We, we oh, man, that's a different type of that. dancer. Come on, man. I'm just saying, I mean, Coach Prime, when, when you're talking about today's age kid, I mean, if you go look at the video, you're talking about a kid that tells the kid they got to sit, his players, you got to sit in front of the class, right? You can't wear slides in class. He holds them accountable about being a young man, about you're, being you're a man. About, you're talking about Prime? Prime. Yeah, Prime. Yeah, but you know what's Prime interesting? Was, no, no, he, he does he does carry a lot of those old Prime school Prime is values. a leader of men, no, he and is. he motivates. He's a master motivator. He is, and I respect all that. I'm not saying he's a great coach, but I'm saying he's those things. No, he is those things, and I agree. I I, I respect that about him because being at Alabama, again, when you sign up to, to play for Coach Saban, like, you have to adhere by those things. Like, we, you don't wear hats in the building. Like, if someone sees you wearing a hat in the building, they tell you to take it off. Like, I, to me, those little details, that level of discipline is what made us so great, right? I, I would never – I know people got mad and gave Tom Brady flag when he compared football uh, to the, the armed services when he was talking about the level of discipline. So I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to offend anybody. But – uh, I, I appreciate and respect that level of discipline because I think it does take you uh, a long way, right? With that being said, the only thing about Prime that's interesting is he does preach that, but then sometimes I don't know if he himself follows it, right? Because the way he acts, I'm like... Wait, what, what do you mean? Because I'm saying he tells them not to wear hats in the building, but then he's wearing like shades and all his stuff, what he wants to wear at a press conference. So to me, I'm just kind of like, like Coach Saban, he's not, he's not preaching to us anything that he's not going to do. That's That's my only thing I would say. People might not like the Prime is I a great. I, I, the callers. I didn't say he's not him. great. He is great. He is great, right? But I'm just saying that's the only thing about him that kind of sometimes I'm like, well, if, if you're going to be that hard on on the players, then he he should kind of follow that same thing. That's all I'm saying. I think we got a bunch of app messages. If you want to hit a couple real quick, 
Noah, do you feel like reading some more? I know you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, sure. We can, we can get to a couple <laughs> of these. I know we've, we've got an app message uh, from Johnny G in Mobile uh, talking about Coach uh, Womack. Um, he says, uh, watched Coach Womack from the beginning at uh, USA. Got to be honest, not a hire that would make me stay at UA if I was looking to my future. Uh, he says, and then he says, uh, Womack equals Golding. So I don't know if you have Ooh. thoughts on that. It sounds like so Listen, he's, he's, he's saying that in, in a negative way. No, no, yeah. He's saying that, you know, Kane will not move the needle for him to make him want to stay at Alabama. He's not. Oh, he's saying, oh, he meant team. as a player. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I get it now. He's saying as a player. That wouldn't be. Right. Mean. He said he's just the same kind of dudes having Pete Golding as a defense coordinator. That's what he says. I mean, yeah, like I said, we get, you just got to wait and see, man. I, I think the guy could really end up being a good football coach, but, you know. I don't know. I, like, I, I, I'm going to say it again. I don't know. I'm still learning just like you. Yep. I will look at more film. I've, you know, I'm, I, what I do know, and I'm not going to be that dude, a reporter, analyst, a radio host to tell you just because I, I'm a fan of Alabama, which I am. I'm not going to sit here and go, home run higher. Oh my God, this guy, he shut down Oklahoma State. And let me, let me X this all over the place. Then I'm going to go show you, well, Central Michigan <laughs> did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Central Michigan did the same thing. So we can't use that. I mean, oh, he's ranked here. It is what it is. It is a conference that a lot of has to do with. And I don't, the Big Ten, how many great offenses are in the Big Ten? So we have to look at these things, not being negative, but being real. Real, sometimes it's, you just got to be real. So so let me, now, I, I guess what I would say, I mean, do you have any positives that you get out of I think that's where some people kind of just get, when they think what you're positive? being negative. The positive, the, there's a positive. I, I don't I'm know. just saying that in 2020, he was a finalist for the Bros Award. That's a positive. All I'm asking is, I mean, do you look, do you consider any of that? I just, to me, I just think as much as, as, as you are real about things, I think it, it's fair to say, there, you could point out the positives too, right? Like there's a reason, like you know, he did some good yeah. stuff. To me, I think that's worth noting. That is that shows some promise. But, Am I wrong but, there? but yes, but I could say a lot of people did a lot of good stuff. Oh, but my. is that guy? Is that no, no? But negative answer to, here, man. But it, it, is that guy potentially the right guy for this? Is the University of Alabama? I agree. We replacing freaking Nick Saban. I and I don't take that lightly. You're, you're I take the, what hey, I said earlier. That's exactly my, my what I said. point is like, hey, this is the guy. You're replacing the goat. Can he be the GOAT? If you want to hear something positive, maybe. But I'm telling you, I don't know. But I'm not going to get, I'm not going to be uh, we get it. You're gonna this, keep uh, optimistic we get it. all the time and say this is a home run hire because a guy spent two years at Indiana. He's a head coach in South Alabama. I can say, can he coach ball? Yes, he can coach ball because he wouldn't be in the position that he's in. He wouldn't have had those jobs. So, so does a lot of people. But my point is for the fan base is, you have to be open-minded. You can be you can be optimistic, right? You can be optimistic all you want. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But you can't sit here and listen to people and start don't tweet xing me to death about y'all got a home a home run higher. People, most people are gonna laugh at that. Besides, most Alabama fans. Let's see. That's all I'm saying. You think they're gonna laugh at I'm this? Saying. But but again, no no one. I, to me, I just think it's silly to to laugh at stuff. I mean, you, you're entitled to do anything, but nobody. No, again, you, people have to remember that the big name people were once little name people. I think people forget that, right? I mean, again, 
We talk about how yes. great the 2015 staff don't was. Think the Bible even tells you don't despise small beginnings, right? It tells you that. Right. So all I'm saying is uh, as much as we talk about the 2015 staff and how great it was, cause, which it was, I was a member of that team when we won the national championship, beat Clemson in Arizona. I was a freshman, redshirt freshman that year. We had Mario Cristobal. We had all these big, big guys. I mean, uh, Billy Napier, right? I mean, I'm drawing a blank because there's literally so many. Kirby Smart. Every coach on that roster, pretty much position coach, went on to be head coach, so 80% of them. But at the same time, they had to work their way up. They came from somewhere. So that, that's all I'm saying. I just, I'm just a firm believer I get, that. I mean, yes. That's why I said I don't know because I'm not saying. If I was sit up here and say he can never be this and he can't do this, then I'm being negative. I've never said that. I said, I don't know. I was just trying to but, point out, so give me one positive about him. I just hadn't heard no, you really give a positive. But there ain't enough positive about him that I know enough. I don't. I don't, that's what, I don't know. Hey, you just I choose to see that. I mean, I just gave you one. That's why a I love the fact that a, a finalist we had our guest award here, right? to me is a, is a good, is a good attribute. That's a good accolade. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, a lot of people go to the Pro Bowl. Has T-Rob ever been a finalist for a, a Bros Award? I'm not knocking. I love T-Rob. That would have been my first choice. Yeah. I'm genuinely asking. I'm, just, what, I'm, I'm just calling a spade a spade. No, 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 I'm calling a spade. I'm calling a spade a spade. T-Rob can go down there in the hood and go down these other places. Now you're deflecting something else. That's not what I asked T-Rob go down there. T-Rob go in that locker room. He can go to that locker room. And he got he got some. He has influence with those players that Bama want to keep. I'm not arguing that. I agree a thousand percent. T-Rob called the plays last year, so Nick 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 Saban, the GOAT, thought enough about him to do that. He did call so the plays. that's what I can't I'm not arguing. I'm not me. arguing any of that. I But you're deflecting from the question I asked you. Has no, T-Rob well, been let me deflect this even more. If he was not worth that, right, Again, then see, Mr. Kalen DeBoer would not, would not come back a second time and go give the man what he wanted to come to Alabama if he wasn't that important. Again, I so just I, said I, he would have been my first choice. I think he would have been, and not even just mine, he clearly was the first choice. I said that so. earlier on in the stream in the show. <laughs> he was the first I'm choice. I'm just saying. They circled back to him again. We know that. I'm. That's not, but we're past that. He turned it down. So what I'm asking you is, did has T-Rob been a finalist for the Bros? Well, all I'm saying is, if we're going to be critical or, or point out these things, I'm at least me. I'm yeah. going to look at their resume and point I'm out. I'm not from the school to give everybody, you know, give them a trophy. I'm you not giving. I'm not, it's don't. not. It's not that. It's just being. If you're going to be real, you have to be real both ways. You can't pick just so, one side of it. That's all. I'm, I'm saying. just saying. I'm not going to be the guy to try to find something if it's not there. I can say I don't know. I hope he is, but at this point today, to date, this date, there's nothing wrong to say. I don't know enough about this young man. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. The jury is still out, and that's not negative. That's being fair, period. All right, got to hit a break. Well, I'm going to ask you the question, though. He's kept a couple people on staff. We'll talk about them, plus we got more app messages and phone calls to close out the show right here on a Tuesday. Good stuff right here. This is the Bill's Edge on the Tide, 100.9, 1230 AM, WTBC. We'll be back in a moment. Tuscaloosa weather. Sunny but cold and windy this afternoon. The high 26, the wind chill index in the single digits. Tonight, a hard freeze clear with the low near 11. The wind chill index dropping to near zero at times. Tomorrow is sunny day, the high 37. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 24 degrees in Tuscaloosa. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. I'm going to pick that bone, y'all. Let's do it. 
All right, final segment of the program here on Tuesday, Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes. Let's get as much as we can here, though, real quick. Uh, we've got some calls. We've got some tied apps and things like that. But real quick, Christian, here's some positivity, y'all. Jeff Allen, the best freaking keeper in America, the trainer at Alabama. Love him, his staff, and everybody over there. Nobody does it better. That's great. But one thing we'll maybe talk about this tomorrow, Christian, but the strength coach who has relationship with Kalen DeBoer is going to be kept. I know not just me. A lot of people have questioned about the strength coach, so he looks like he is going to be retained. I've never heard, I haven't heard people questioning Coach Bud. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard people on shows say, I mean, I, I don't know I don't know him. I know him personally, just, and I'm telling you right now, those guys do a phenomenal job with the sports science aspect in terms of giving those guys what they need to do, sports-specific workouts, uh, getting them prepared to play, you know, injury prevention, right? They work hand-in-hand uh, hand with guys like Jeff Allen, uh, Clay, Keith, you know, guys who are in, in that kind of mix uh, to really – Look, man, they, they they have a really nice system going. So I don't, I don't know who's saying that, but but uh, look, it's, it's it's it is it's radio is people. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm bad. saying that's no. And but I, I didn't say that. All I'm saying is, okay. for, I know these people personally, and I, I I respectfully disagree. That's all I'm saying. Now, would I love to have the influence that like Coach Cochran had because he was like the heart and soul of the team? Because when I was there, that was that was huge. Sure, but I'm not yeah. talking about yeah. you know you know in the weight room stuff at all. But Coach Cochran was I mean, Coach Cochran was invaluable, man, to any program. I mean, he he's just yeah, special, man. Good. Let's get all these app messages that we have, and we had a couple. We calls. got a call. Let's let's let's. Well, uh, no, you better keep drive. We got Ellis, and we got the Tommy on the phone. So, which one do first? What's up, do you know? Do you, how many how many app messages do yeah. we have? Oh, I just had a quick one. Oh yeah, you you can do a quick one. Ellis, hold on one second. We're gonna do an app message while you're on the line. How about that? Goodbye. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, just a quick one from Willie uh, from the Western Slope, uh, talking about uh, his his confidence and and uh, the Greg Burns hire for the new coach. He said, "Did Coach Oates have any problems recruiting in the South and the SEC? He is from Detroit and coached at Buffalo." Yeah, and, and that was one of the references I made. Oates from Detroit or from New York? He's not from. Now we talked about this. He's actually from I think Wisconsin or something. He, he's from somewhere else. Or maybe it is Michigan. He coached but he, at Buffalo. He coached at Buffalo, but he, I don't, he's, he was not from there. I think he's from the Midwest. But that being said, that, that's what I was saying. Is, is it impossible for Coach DeBoer to come down here and recruit? Absolutely not. No, I mean, he knows he's going to have to take the necessary steps, whether, you know, that's bringing Courtney Morgan to help assist that, retaining guys like Freddie Roach or Gillespie with ties. He, he's going to have to do some necessary steps. Now, he's got his work cut out for him, but that's why yeah. I said yesterday I definitely think you know, some people were blowing it out of proportion that he won't be able to at all. That's all I'm saying. But, Ellis, good to have you on here, man. How's everything going? Hey, congratulations on the the new time slot and more time. This is awesome. Yes, sir. We appreciate that, man. I tried to call in yesterday, but it was extremely busy. So uh, I had to call in today and congratulate y'all. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, we we yeah. we, we got to get to phones. You, you want to get yeah. Miller's fave? You're the fave, like in the contact. In the That's fave. right. Well deserved. Uh, but all y'all, all these Alabama people think it snowed down there. Uh, it's a little bit of a little sleet and a little here? bit of ice. Come <laughs> up here. I got five to six inches of snow. I'm good on that. Where you man. at? Where you at again, Ellis? He's in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm optimistic about the future of Alabama. Uh, the, our defensive coordinator, from what I heard, he, he's good. He likes to swarm defense and after the ball, you know. So I'm excited. 
Yeah, it sounds good yeah. to me. I mean, that's how you play really it good defense. Like be fun. I mean, I'm looking forward. I want to see run and hit. We want to see run and hit. That's the bottom line, Ellis. So, um, not pessimistic of- like somebody that always told me I was. I'm optimistic about everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They call me pessimistic, but I, I'm just... I'm yeah, they, yeah, he calls me too optimistic, so we, we'll just, you'll just be right down the middle, Ellis. How about that? Well, Ellis, we, we're running out of time, but we appreciate you checking in with us, man, on a new slot, and uh, look forward to hearing from you soon. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, Roll Ellis. Roll Tide. All Good right. stuff again, once again. I get my phone off the table because some blowing me up. I think it's Noah said, get out of here. But been <laughs> yeah. a great show. Thank you, everybody, on our YouTube Extra. We'll be doing this every single day, inviting you into our space in the program. And we always thank you good folks at Tide 100, 1230 AM WTBC. Don't forget to download that free app. Call in. You can ask a question. You can leave a voice message on that. Nor will read it for you. Uh, we got a great lineup in the morning. I'm Martin Houston. You got the boys, Wimp and Barry. You got, you got a lot of great shows here. And... Um, What's coming up next, Ryan Fowler. He have all his people ready, locked and loaded to go at it. We were next four hours on the tie 100.9. The game's coming up next for Christian Miller. No hands. I'm Corey Miller, Pastor. Thank God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. See you tomorrow. See you guys. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily. We